Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do a story called The Dinosaur Ninjas of Toronto. This one was a mix between my own ideas and artificial intelligence, of course. Now, if you have an idea for the podcast, don't hesitate to write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com or fill out the form below. If you're a parent out there who likes to write stories, you can always send them in to me as well. I'm happy to read them on air if I like them and I think the kids will too. Now, I can't give you anything for the stories because uh, this podcast doesn't actually make any money, but uh, I can read them and give you credit. Anyways, um, if you like the podcast, as usual, the best way to support us, and only some of you have done this, which I really appreciate, by the way, uh, is to rate and review the podcast. It really goes a long way to others finding it, and the more people who find it, the more likely I am to continue doing it. And now we'll finally get on to the story. As usual, get comfy in those beds and imagine yourself doing what the characters in the story do. And if you want to hear more about the ninja dinosaurs, just let me know. I'm sure we can do a part two. In the very center of the earth, a place unknown to humankind and untouched by time, lived an extraordinary group of dinosaurs. They were no ordinary dinosaurs, but evolved creatures resembling the ancient beasts, but with a spark of intelligence in their eyes. You see, while most people believe the dinosaurs went extinct a long, long time ago, what they don't know is that just as the asteroid was about to hit the Earth, a small group of dinosaurs was actually able to escape deep into the Earth. They found a place that was warmed by the Earth's core, where plants grew without the need for sunlight, and where dinosaurs could thrive and evolve. And evolve they did. They evolved for millions and millions of years until they became something a lot like humans, but more dinosaur-like. And that's where we find ourselves today. Now among those dinosaurs were five young friends. Rexy, who was a brave T-Rex. Trina, who was a swift Triceratops. Stegy, who was a clever Stegosaurus. Terry, who was a Pterodactyl. And Bronto, who was a gentle Brontosaurus. Now their world was full of wonders. But the most significant wonder of all was a discarded TV they'd found during one of their secret trips to the surface. They managed to power it with their geothermal energy, and the flickering screen soon became their window to a world they never knew. Look, Trina, they're doing it again, Rexy exclaimed one day, pointing to a show where humans were performing incredible martial arts moves. Those kicks, those punches... We can do that too, Trina replied, her eyes sparkling with determination. And so began their fascination with the art of ninjutsu. Every day they would train, imitating the moves they saw on TV, perfecting their skills, and dreaming of becoming like the ninjas they admired and saw on TV. In a secluded corner of their hidden world where lush ferns and sparkling crystals adorn the landscape, the five young friends gathered and trained their trusty TV as their sensei. They watched in awe as the humans on TV performed incredible feats of strength, agility, and skill. Each episode, each fight, and each master inspired them to embark on a journey of self-discovery. Rexy, uh, the intelligent and analytical T-Rex, was drawn to the staff. He saw in it a weapon of grace and strategy. He'd spend hours practicing, twirling it with precision, learning to strike and defend. Rexy also studied ancient texts and scrolls, delving into the philosophy behind the martial arts. His training became a fusion of mind and body. Trina, the agile Triceratops, chose the twin swords. Her training was like a dance elegant and fluid. She practiced cutting through bamboo and slicing through the air, 
Her movements were a mesmerizing blend of art and warfare. Trina also learned to meditate, finding peace and focus in the tranquility of Dinocor's beautiful landscapes. Stegi, the Stegosaurus with a sharp mind, found his calling with the throwing stars. His training required immense concentration and hand-eye coordination. Stegi would set up targets, honing his aim, learning to hit them from various angles and distances. His accuracy became unmatched, and his quiet determination inspired his friends. Bronto, the strong and fearless Brontosaurus, took to the nunchucks. His training was intense, demanding physical strength and control. Bronto would smash rocks, practicing complex movements, and develop a fighting style that was both powerful and graceful at the same time. His perseverance became a symbol of the group's unbreakable spirit. Then there was Terry the Pterodon, who had a love for the skies. Terry chose to combine her natural flying abilities with the techniques she saw on TV. Her training was a blend of acrobatics and combat, swooping and diving, learning to strike from above. Terry's mastery of the air added a unique dimension to the group's capabilities. Together they trained day after day, learning from each other, pushing each other to excel. They built a dojo in Dynacore, a place of learning and growth. They practiced their techniques, they sparred, and they even created their ninja disguises. They became more than friends. They became a team united by a shared dream. They were the Dino Ninjas, ready to face the challenges of the world above, guided by the principles of honor, courage, and compassion. One day, we will be like the humans we see on TV, Terry declared, wings outstretched. But first, we must practice among them, understand them, and maybe even help them. With excited nods of agreement, they embarked on their secret journey, sneaking through the hidden tunnels that led them to the bustling city of Toronto. The world above was filled with towering buildings, noisy cars, and busy humans rushing about. The five friends watched in awe, hidden in the shadows. We fit right in, Stagy chuckled, looking at the street performer dressed as a dinosaur. No one will even suspect us. They'll just think we're wearing costumes. Days turned into weeks as they observed the humans learning their ways and blending into the background. They saw kindness and laughter, love and friendship, but they also saw something that troubled them deeply. One day, while perched on a rooftop, the five friends witnessed a crime unfold before them. A man had violently grabbed a purse from a woman and was sprinting away down a dimly lit alley. The woman's cries of distress reached their ears, and a sense of justice filled their hearts. We must stop him, Trina declared, her swords gleaming in the city lights. With a nod of agreement, they leapt into action, Rexy leading the charge, sprinting down the fire escape, his staff held firmly in his mighty jaws. Terry soared above the buildings, her eyes locked on the thief, while Stegi took a shortcut through the alleys, throwing stars at the ready. Bronto and Trina moved as one, their footfalls in sync as they approached from the opposite direction, nunchucks swinging and swords drawn. The thief, sensing he was being pursued, glanced back and saw the strange shadow of Rexy looming over him. His heart pounding, he stumbled, momentarily losing his footing. Rexy caught up, blocking the thief's path with his staff. His eyes narrowed. Return what you've stolen, he demanded. Panicked, the thief tried to dart around Rexy, but Terry swooped down, her wings outstretched, forcing him back into the alley. Steggy emerged from the shadows, throwing stars in hand. With pinpoint accuracy, he tossed one, clipping the strap of the purse causing it to fall from the thief's grasp. Trina and Bronto closed in, swords and nunchucks at the ready. The thief was trapped, surrounded by the five determined ninja dinosaurs. 
you can't escape justice, Trina proclaimed, her voice firm. The thief, realizing he was cornered, surrendered, dropping to his knees. Who, who are you? He stammered, his face pale. We are the defenders of what's right, Rexy declared, his voice filled with pride. Bronto gently retrieved the purse, his nunchucks tucked away. We believe in kindness and fairness, he added, his voice gentle. With the thief subdued, they called the police, leaving the criminal tied up and waiting. They watched from the shadows as the officers arrived, ensuring the man was taken into custody. The purse's owner, a friendly baker named Tim, was grateful beyond words. The ninja dinosaurs had not only returned her belongings, but had shown her that even in a world filled with crime, there were still heroes willing to stand up for what's right. Their friendship with Tim started to blossom, and the adventures continued, knowing that they'd made a difference. But the city held more secrets, and their greatest challenge was yet to come. After the successful thwarting of the purse snatching, Tim, the friendly baker, became a close friend to the ninja dinosaurs. They would meet at her bakery after hours, sharing stories, laughter, and Tim's delicious maple-glazed pastries. Tim also shared something intriguing. Whispers of a mysterious crime syndicate dealing with stolen maple syrup. You mean someone's stealing maple syrup? Steggy asked, a throwing star paused mid-twirl. That's right, Tim nodded, and I think it's something big. The idea of a maple syrup crime syndicate both amused and concerned the ninja dinosaurs. So, they decided to investigate. Their nights turned into stakeouts as they monitored suspicious locations around Toronto. They watched as unmarked trucks delivered barrels to hidden warehouses, always careful to stay concealed. One night, their vigilance paid off. They spotted a group of thugs loading barrels into a van, each barrel marked with a strange insignia. That must be our stolen syrup, Trina whispered, her eyes narrowed. We must follow them, Rexy decided. The chase was on, the ninja dinosaurs trailing the van through the city streets. They moved stealthily, leaping from rooftop to rooftop keeping pace. Finally, the van stopped at an underground parking garage. The thugs began unloading the barrels, and the ninja dinosaurs knew it was time to act. Terry was the first to strike, swooping down and snatching a barrel from the thugs' hands with her talons, soaring back into the shadows. What was that? One thug exclaimed, looking around in confusion. Before they could react, Stagy launched his throwing stars, each one hitting the barrels, causing them to topple and roll, creating chaos. The thugs were now on high alert, searching for the source of the disturbance. That's when Rexy and Trina charged, weapons drawn. Rexy's staff swung with precision, disarming one of the thugs with a well-placed hit. Trina's swords flashed, blocking another thug's attack and sending him stumbling back. Bronto, his nunchuck swinging, moved with grace, taking down two more with sweeping arcs of his weapon. The battle was swift and decisive. Each thug was defeated with skill and a touch of humor. One thug even ended up stuck in a barrel, his legs flailing comically. With the criminals subdued, they discovered documents that led them to the mastermind of the syndicate. Sir, sticky fingers. A notorious criminal known for his love of all things sweet. Sir Sticky Fingers won't know what hit him, Rexy declared, his eyes gleaming. The ninja dinosaurs knew they were one step closer to unraveling the maple syrup mystery, but the real battle was yet to come. The fight against Sir Sticky Fingers and his criminal empire awaited. Having uncovered the details of Sir Sticky Fingers Maple Syrup Crime Syndicate, the ninja dinosaurs knew they had to act swiftly. They spent the following days carefully planning their assault, leaving no stone unturned. Meanwhile, 
Sir Sticky Fingers, a portly gentleman with a monocle and an insatiable love for syrup, was growing restless. He sensed that something was amiss, but couldn't put his finger on it. His henchmen seemed more jittery, and there were whispers of mysterious shadows in the night that knew ninjutsu. Keep a sharp eye, he ordered his henchmen. I won't let anyone ruin my sweet empire. Back at Tim's bakery, the ninja dinosaurs were ready. We must be precise and quick, Rexy stated, his staff firmly in hand. Sir Sticky Fingers won't be easy to defeat. Trina sharpened her swords, her eyes filled with determination. Steggy practiced his throwing stars, Bronto swirled his nunchucks, and Terry flexed her wings. They were ready. That night, they approached Sir Sticky Fingers' hidden base, a warehouse disguised as a pancake factory. Guards patrolled the perimeter, but the ninja dinosaurs were more than prepared. Terry took to the skies, scouting the area, while Steggy used his throwing stars to disable the security cameras. Bronto and Trina moved as a team, taking down the guards with swift, non-lethal strikes. Rexy led the way inside, his staff lighting the path. Inside the warehouse, they found a labyrinth of barrels, tubes, and machinery. The scent of maple syrup was overpowering. This is it, Rexy whispered. Let's find Sir Sticky Fingers. They moved through the warehouse, taking down henchmen with precise strikes and playful banter. Each defeat was a combination of skill and humor, reflecting their unique personalities and weaponry. At last, they reached Sir Sticky Fingers' office. The door swung open, and there he stood, monocle gleaming. So, you're the meddlesome reptiles I've heard about, he sneered, holding a cane that concealed the sword. You won't stop me. A battle ensued, obviously, filled with twists and turns. Sir Sticky Fingers was surprisingly agile, his cane sword clashing with Trina's blades, his move countering Rexy's staff. But the ninja dinosaurs fought as a team, each one complementing the other. Terry's aerial strikes, Steggy's throwing stars, Bronto's nunchucks all played a vital role in wearing down Sir Sticky Fingers. With a final united strike, they disarmed him, his cane sword clattering to the ground. You may have defeated me, Sir Sticky Fingers panted, but you'll never stop the love for Syrup! With Sir Sticky Fingers defeated and his criminal syndicate dismantled, the ninja dinosaurs called the police, leaving a note detailing the entire operation. Their mission was complete, so they returned to their hidden world, heroes in a world that would never know their names. Back in the center of the earth, they celebrated their victory, knowing that they had done good in the world above. But they also knew that their adventures were far from over, for wherever there was injustice, the ninja dinosaurs would be ready. And that's all for tonight, everyone. So just get as comfy as you can in those beds and allow yourself to dream of new stories and new adventures to come.